Welcome to Real Life with Lily. My name is Lily Christensen. I have worked in the world of healers since I was 16 years old for over 30 years. I have a unique story filled with unusual gifts, amazing family and friends, along with a few horrific experiences filled with chronic pain and PTSD. The set of tools that I have and the processes that I've created emerged from my story and the work I have ceaselessly done to heal and to help others heal. Welcome to Real Life with Lily. Introduction to my Apocalypse of Light. My intention for this Apocalypse of Light podcast is to inspire people to connect with things of light that are real and to share ways to move away from zombifying behaviors. Yes, I made up that word, but it makes sense, right? Zombifying behaviors. I guess I'm not really talking about eating brains, but slow, half-dead, not thinking, not alive just going from one mundane thing to the next. Behaviors that slow us or stop us from healthily fulfilling our purpose. These are zombifying behaviors. The process of connecting with things of light that are real and releasing zombifying habits isn't for the faint of heart. And we will talk more about light and things that are real and what I really mean by that as we continue to move forward and learn these things. You can also look on my website lmchristensen.com and see a, a short definition of light and real and zombifying. Connecting in these deep and more real ways can bring up emotions that are intense and even trigger old unhealed trauma and pain. I'm not going to promise you 90 days to perfection. I'm not going to promise you that it's easy. Um, but what I will promise you is that you will feel better and you will find space in your life for the good and wonderful things that you really want to have there and be able to let go of things that are no longer serving you. So really this triggering that will happen as we connect with things that are real and connect on a deeper level within ourselves and with others isn't really a bad thing, but it can be uncomfortable. Uh, But it is part of the process. And as you learn the skills and tools to recognize, own, accept, and release, or roar at this darkness, you will free precious space up in your soul for more peace, happiness, greater connection with the people you love, and greater happiness and success in fulfilling your purpose. This process is challenging, but it's also thrilling, and it really works. My podcasts are really going to be zombification versus apocalypse of light. And there's going to be a basic recurring theme as we go through each of these different subjects. And there are lots of different subjects. It will take quite a bit of time to go through them. So hold on. This is going to be fun. I am not a trained counselor. Um, I have certificates of different sorts, but I am not trained uh, to heal or fix things. Uh, I am going to teach these tools to you and really I I know that they work and they make you feel better and they make you happy, Uh, but I'm definitely not diagnosing or healing anything just as a disclaimer. The apocalypse of light is my vision for this world. I reject the vision of a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) 
zombification, we'll go into this a little bit, is my word for what's happening to our youth and to us when we don't recognize, own, accept, and release at what gets in our way or our darkness. It's what happens when we turn to drugs, video games, mindlessly scrolling through social media day after day, drinking too much, sleeping too much, not feeding our minds, our bodies, and our souls with health and healing. When we do too much and we don't give ourselves the break and the healing we need, um, or we end up getting to a space where we not only hurt ourselves, but we hurt others. There's a psychological side to a zombie apocalypse that we're truly afraid of and that's really happening. And uh, I, I believe that my apocalypse of light is the answer for that. Uh, darkness and light is the most ancient battlefront and finds it way, its way into ancient cultures, legends, fables, fairy tales, and religions. This battle is what makes superheroes so much fun and fantasy and fiction, as well as stories of the underdog succeeding. That is the basis and that is the recurring theme that we are going to have over and over and over. We're going to try to figure out what's real. We're going to recognize, own, accept, and release. And then we are going to reclaim the beautiful light that we had, that we brought with us, and then grow that light and so that we can fulfill our purpose and, and unite together to make this world a better place. This Apocalypse of Light podcast will be crammed full of seemingly unrelated topics. We'll be discussing topics as vastly different as eating clean, to filling your living space with your favorite colors, music, smells, inspirational decorations that wake your senses and soothe you, to facing those pesky inner voices that get in your way, to nature bathing, to spa day every day, and so much more. In actuality, when seen through the purpose of health for your whole soul, each of these topics is very related. I have arranged these very t varied topics between 12 main subjects consisting of three foundational subjects and my original nine pillars of light. The 12 main subjects are first, the three foundational subjects that prepare you to use more effectively the nine pillars of light. And the three foundational subjects are number one, physical body, where we'll tackle subjects like eating clean, sleep, rest, making space to just be, making movement a habit, and spa day every day. I'm excited about spa day every day, I'm not going to lie. The second foundational topic is spirit mind, where we will talk about meditation, affirmations, quieting those voices in our head, learning to uh, release them um, and replace them with more positives. We'll also talk about good books classics and all sorts of inspirational books and we'll talk about screen time how to um, get in control of that by filling our life with these awesome things and then putting screen time in its place we'll talk about the power of music to soothe uplift energize and heal we'll talk about the power of nature to bring your soul into balance and the third foundational subject is our living environment our environment is so important. We're going to discuss things like cozy minimalism. A lot of people are big into minimalism. They're small houses and all these things, and I, I love it. It's fantastic. I'm not exactly a minimalist. <laughs> My husband would laugh that I even suggest that I'm close to that. 
We'll talk about colors and smells like essential oils and home cooking just for the smell, the smell of clean. We'll also look at clothes, jewelry, shoes. I was talking with my daughter about whether I should do the three foundational subjects because I really love my pillars of light and um, those we'll go into later. And I said, we're all working on eating clean, right? <laughs> and she's like, mom, I wouldn't assume that people really know how to do that. And if they do know, I wouldn't assume that they're doing it. So the three foundational subjects stay. <laughs> and truly, these subjects are so important to overall health and well-being. Um, how can we work on our inner life and our connection to others if our lives are fractured, unclean, and unhealthy? The nine pillars of light are, pillar one, we are born beings of light. We're going to start at the beginning <laughs> with things we loved and didn't love. Um, and help each of us reclaim those things in our childhood that maybe we let go of and shouldn't have. Or maybe we held on to and should have let go of them. <laughs> Pillar two is each of us is hardwired to our purpose. We're on autopilot, so to speak. Bef especially before we kind of awake and um, become more aware of things. If we recognize those things that we just naturally do, we just naturally love, again, it gives us kind of a blueprint moving forward how we can best serve and um, grow into the most beautiful version of ourselves. So looking back at what we gravitated towards and uncover things that might have slowed us down, or like I said, things we've let go of or shouldn't have let go of, um, help us to uncover our purpose. We can also begin to heal from the even well-intended misinformation that we're given by significant people in our lives and um, recognize, own, accept, and release it. Pillar three is we must live conscientiously to waken and reconnect with what's real. Here we're going to discuss how to become more conscious and um, encourage our soul to awaken. We'll also discuss what is real in general and encourage each of us to connect with our favorite things. Pillar four, um, when we engage with people and things that are real, we consequently bring to our consciousness an ancient struggle between our light and our darkness or our shadow. Here in pillar four, we'll explore why sometimes Dancing, breathing deeply, singing from our soul, flying, reading a powerful truth, developing a talent, or connecting with someone who is more awakened than you can actually trigger bad memories, resistance, and pain. And we'll explore how this is actually a really good thing. Um, it shows that you're on the right track. And then we'll teach you some skills and tools to learn to sit with these things that show up our shadow, our darkness, and actually learn from it and learn to either accept it and even love it um, or be able to release it. As a side note, I'm not a trained psychiatrist or therapist again. Please know I'm not trying to tell you that I have a cure for all that ails you. Um, and so if you're ever triggered by something that feels bigger than you, I recommend seeking a good therapist or professional that can help you with that. And that side note is pertinent to really all of the tools that I share. The power of these tools is real and can bless us with awakening the difficulties from our past that need more attention than I can give. A Christmas Carol where Scrooge is awakening and he is being taught by these ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. And, and 
there's one that is so bright and so light and he just wants to extinguish his light because it overwhelms him. And I think we do that sometimes when we're not ready to accept it. And, uh, I think some people, we, some people have done that to us because they can't handle the power and the strength that we are. And so sometimes the things we feel ashamed of or feel like people didn't appreciate were actually our greatest strengths. And so as we, um, really fully accept these shadows and this darkness, then we can decide, does it serve us anymore or does it not? Or is it really one of our strengths? It really can be. It's a really exciting journey. Pillar of light six is we must love conscientiously to reclaim or find our light connections. In other words, we will explore our connections with our, so this is, this is one of my favorite. And we're going to explore our connections with our L- loved ones, I, our inner self, G, Gaia, or our mother earth, or M, H, our higher power, or whatever or whomever that may be. Sometimes people even consider it their higher self, whatever, and I'm totally comfortable with any of those things. If it's an oak tree, whatever that higher power is, it really is an important thing because having um, trusting someone outside of yourself that, that has more power, more understanding, more wisdom than you do as not only a sign of humility and allows you to grow, but it also is a sign, um, that you are using faith to heal. And that is just a well-documented fact that having faith in something bigger or stronger than you, um, can help you overcome huge things. And so I believe higher power is really important. Pillar five, roaring at our shadow or our darkness allows us to heal our light connections to the people and things that are real. Roaring is a ridiculously powerful tool of awakening. We can't even begin our journey to true health without acknowledging or recognizing that something is off. If you are perfect and don't need any help, it is a good sign that you actually do. (laughs) Then we have to own our shadow or darkness or whatever no longer serves us and fully accept it. And then we can see clearly if this part of our shadow is no longer serving us or it's something we need to embrace and just accept that's a beautiful part of us. Um, And when we release it, I will teach you different tools and techniques to release. A lot of times that can be a very ambiguous idea, um, but I have some pretty fun, fun ideas on how to help people release these things that, you know, that we're ashamed of or that we've struggled with. And they actually might be a strength or a beautiful part of us that others simply didn't value um, or taught us to hide for whatever reason. Um, We'll talk about our life companions or twin flames for the final T. So L, loved ones, I, inner self, G, Gaia or Mother Earth, H, higher power, T, twin flames. We will work on exploring those connections and how would we are awakening and figuring these things out, how our connections with all of these areas become better. And it becomes this great spiral where these better connections help us be more healthy and more connected. And then as we're more healthy and connected, we have greater connection with these things. It's a beautiful process. Pillar of light seven, time is a precious gift. We must wisely choose how to use it. Now that we have solidly begun our path to awakening and connecting in healthier ways, it's time to explore time. 
And how do we use our time? What are our ultimate goals? Do our goals and how we spend our time really jive? It's a good question, and it's a really fun process that I'll take you through. Pillar of Light 8. Each of us came to this earth to gain experience and grow into a more powerful being of light. Here, we're going to dare to dream. We're going to explore our talents and what really makes us feel alive, not just what we are good at, and we're going to roar at things we've filled our life with that might be getting in the way of us becoming the best possible version of ourselves. Finally, Pillar of Light 9, our purpose is to leave this world a better place. This final pillar is one of my personal favorites. We'll talk about some unique personality tests and games we can play to gain a better understanding of what we really want and what really stirs us deeply. Um, so that we can fulfill our purpose. See what I mean? We're going to be exploring a large variety of phenomenal material with so much power to help us awaken and more deeply and satisfyingly connect. (laughs) We're going to have way too much fun. Until next time, breathe. Slow down a little. Connect with what's real. Roar at what no longer serves you and embrace your light connections. All my love, Lily.